The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Very good. Patrick, are you still with me? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Patrick, it's great to have you aboard. Patrick Martin from Florida. It's uh, it's a great pleasure to have you with me here today. And uh, our discussion this afternoon, this first uh, bit of time is going to go very quickly because uh, we got a great subject uh, talking about some of our favorite gadgets. And um, we were putting together this whole presentation and talking about what fun, interesting thing could we do and uh, we had mentioned, yeah, we, you know, we could talk about some of the favorite gadgets we own. And um, for myself, I have a couple things at home that I really, really enjoy. And I'll talk about one of them, and then I'll turn it over to Patrick for a little while, and then we'll come back to my other one. And certainly you from the audience, as uh, you hear things and you'd like to join in later on, we'll add you into the conversation as well. So uh, first off, I'd like to talk about one of the things I've installed in my home in the last year, and I absolutely love, is uh, I put in a new door lock system, and it is totally connected to the Wi-Fi. And when you set it up properly with your Google, as I'm approaching my house, it senses that I have my cell phone on and with me. And as I get in with so many in so many feet of my home, it'll automatically unlock my front door, and I absolutely love that function, and uh, my wife as well can do the same with her phone. You can add multiple phones to the whole system, and um, also when I'm sitting in inside the home and I'm watching TV, and oh, did I remember to lock the door? I can check and see if it locked again after I came in. After 20 minutes, it'll automatically lock the door if I forgot to lock it. So it's just been a wonderful thing. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, Patrick, I'm going to let you take over for a little while and talk about uh, one of the innovations that you have that you really enjoy. Sure, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Scott. And it's a pleasure to be part of this. Uh, again, my name is Patrick Martin. And I'm a, a blind vendor in the BEP program in the state of Florida uh, in Tallahassee, Florida, the capital. And um, I've just recently added a, a piece of technology. Um, for my business, and it's an Epson document scanner, and it's the RR660 document scanner. And it's absolutely wonderful. It, it connects either through Wi-Fi or USB cable, but you pop in any of your invoices, and you just it, it can do up to 100 in, uh, pieces of paper at a time. It'll also uh, configure itself if you're doing Coke invoices or Pepsi invoices scans them directly to your computer. You can save it as uh, many different file formats. PDFs are fine, but it integrates seamlessly with QuickBooks. So you can scan those pieces of paper and be done with them. Now, if you use ACH and, and Coke and Pepsi, uh, if you're signed up with them, then they'll give you uh, electronic invoices anyway uh, through via email. But this is just very handy uh, to be able to scan any invoices if you're not using ACH. And I have about three of my uh, vendors that I don't use ACH with. But the simplicity of it is just absolutely phenomenal. 
it's a little bit on the pricey side to get the large model, uh, which is still very small. It looks like a very small printer. Um, it's around $400. You can get a slimline uh, one that does just one sheet at a time, and that's about $200. But I, I, I can't say how easy and wonderful this thing is to use. And I no longer have a piece of paper all over my desk and in my office. And sometimes invoices got left at the home office instead of the work office. And what I can say is I, I absolutely love it. Now, I wanted to touch on, uh, we can go back if there's any questions in just a little bit, but I wanted to touch on some home use uh, uh, technology that's uh, incredible. I would think that a lot of us uh, are very familiar with Alexa. And with Alexa, it really helps setting up routines so that with a routine, as you're walking out the door, you can just simply say, Echo, I'm going out or Alexa, whatever your wake word is, and it'll turn off all your lights, your TV. Uh, it'll then also change your thermostat for you all just by saying a simple phrase. If anyone needs any assistance with this, uh, I'll make sure that uh, uh Scott can give my contact information via email and I can help people set up routines. Uh, it's just absolutely phenomenal. It, it, with Alexa, if you set up routines, you can control your whole house. And it, it's a wonderful thing. The thermostat is one of the best things I've ever incorporated with it. Uh, I, I happen to use the Google Nest thermostat. Uh, I've been using that now for the past five years, and it's worked perfectly with no glitches over the past five years. Um, and and again, between smart plugs, smart plugs are your friend at at uh, your workplace. Also, you can connect them. I have what uh, what's called micro markets, and I use a smart plug on all my kiosks and all my coffee machines. And therefore, if I need to reboot the kiosk or if a card reader goes offline on my coffee machine, I simply tell Alexa, turn off coffee one or turn off kiosk one and it reboots for me. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, any any questions on any of that at the moment? If anybody has any questions, I can run out. The... We do no, have a other... couple hands in yep, Zoom. Yeah, I'm going to run you, Mike. Here we go. <laughs> I'm Sandy from North Carolina, by the way, again. Hi, um, and my question is to you, yep. handsome, to my left. You <laughs> said the door lock uh, system that you use, yes, does, is that idea. compatible with any uh, cell phone, like yes. Android, any? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, okay. It's actually August is the name of the company. August, thank you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I kind of drew a blank. I'm like, oh, I can't remember the name of that company, but it's August, and it it's uh, it seems to be incredibly friendly. Um, it also attaches to a lady in case somebody has their stuff on at home. And you say that name, it kind of sets them off. But um, um, we have it attached to that as well, and we could tell her to please lock the door, and she'll do it as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great thing. I had the same thing, Scott, and it's wonderful. Yep, yep. I, I I've had other door locks in the past and um this thing just blows them away it's just really really good and um just the amount of things you can do with it and the amount of tracking you can do when that door was unlocked who unlocked it who locked it again and you know actually that's gotten me a little trouble my wife will say you didn't lock the door again and she's got <laughs> proof <laughs> so so it, no. it's been a good product 
happened now, Scott, also met uh, when, uh, it, no. when it returns to uh, comes down to business and it comes down to locks. Master Lock it really has a new innovative um, lockbox that uh, it mounts right to any wall next to any door for leaving a drop key. And the neat thing about it is it does have a battery in it, but you do not need any Wi-Fi. You, it runs on a Bluetooth connection. And through the Bluetooth, and I don't ask me how the technology actually works, but it doesn't need Wi-Fi, and I can unlock that lock from my phone at wherever I'm at. And you can set up to 12 users and 12 different groups for the, so that they have their own codes for it. And it's absolutely wonderful. And that's by Master Lock. Okay, great. Um, the other subject I was going to talk about, I'm kind of taking you in a little bit different direction. But um, about a year ago, I started looking at my lawnmower setup and, and thinking about my lawnmowers, my snowblowers, my any lawn and garden equipment I had, chainsaws and weed trimmers and all those wonderful things we have when you own your own home. And my biggest pet peeve, well, two of them, one of them is having to change oil on the lawnmower or the snowblower or those kind of things. And the other is telling my wife, well, guess what? I'm low on fuel. I need to go mow the grass today. Can you run me to the gas station to get gas? Because we don't live very close to our nearest filling station. So I started thinking about this and I started seeing these ads for the different um, power tools available that run on battery power. And long story short, I made the switch. I bought the Ego brand and they have like 70 some different options for your lawn and garden equipment. And I love it. One battery charged up, I can go from my weed trimmer Snap that thing into my lawnmower. I can mow with it. I can blow snow with it. I can, I can, I've got a leaf blower. I've got an edger. I mean, it just, it doesn't stop. It's just, it's just a very um, unique situation where you've got, you know, one brand of battery, one type of instrument to use on that battery. And it, it just works great. Just, you know, about 40 minutes of charge time snap that thing in you've got an hour of lawn mowing snow blowing whatever it may be so um, i absolutely love that and uh anybody have any questions on that ego 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 oh. brand yes and um from what i've looked at they are technologically pretty ahead of the game there's a couple companies catching up toro is doing a good job catching up and um Makita, I think, is another one. Uh, there's a couple. Um, well, Steel is another one. They're kind of catching up, but Ego's kind of been the front runner. And I mean, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> forgive me, but even my chainsaw, of all things, has a headlight on it. Who needs a headlight on your chainsaw? <laughs> but there's a headlight. <laughs> so it's just, they just have this kind of unique twist to everything and, and they make a durable product that goes and goes. So. Well, um, Scott, you're a brave man. When my <laughs> eyes started to go, I think my chainsaw days. Yes, were I am. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that's my favorite product. So um, certainly if anybody in the audience is something they'd like to share, we could open up to that for a while. Um, uh, Patrick, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Well, uh, just recently, I've had for the past two weeks, I've had an intern uh, from 
uh, Fort Myers, Florida. And the one thing that he's 20 years old, his name's Wylan Way. And every summer uh, while he's in college, he comes and interns up in Tallahassee with us. And uh, we, one of our goals this, this summer was to get him more used to using technology uh, because his vision is getting worse now every year. It's, it's degenerative. And it, it was absolutely wonderful to see him with his iPhone using the app Seeing AI. And because of that, he was able to find the product, identify the product, and then stock the shelves. And then also check in orders as they came in by using the Seeing AI app. And all he had to do was, uh, with his phone, locate the barcode and it told him what it is. And uh, it was really neat. I, I watched him go from last summer really, really struggling to this summer using the Seeing AI app. and. I had two weeks where I didn't have to stock my own shelves. It was wonderful. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I'm going to bring you the mic here. And we do have some hands in Zoom also. Okay. Just real quick. I love the idea of the smart plugs on the kiosk. Uh, and there's several different companies. Which one do you prefer? Uh, yes. Casa TP-Link. Those uh, are the best ones to, that integrate with Alexa seamlessly. Um, I've, I've been using those for eight years now, and you can get them in the larger plugs. You can get them in the single mini plugs. You can also get them as, as, as power strips where each, each, uh, plug on the power strip, uh, you can name and is coded itself. That's nice. Uh, they're absolutely wonderful. They're available on Amazon as well as at Home Depot. Um, I strongly suggest getting them on Amazon over Home Depot. Home Depot's price is about uh, one third higher. Um, but the TP Link, Casa TP Link, uh, they're they're great. They're very easy to use. You do have to download the Casa app separately. But once you do, uh, when you set up each new plug or each new light bulb or any of that. You set it up in the Casa app initially, and it automatically gets put into your Alexa app. Casa, yes. And uh, so that's Casa, K-A-S-A, and then uh, T-P-Link. And you can search any of those uh, on uh, Amazon, and you'll see a flurry of of different products. But the the mini plugs are, are... what I found to be the simplest to use, and they're they've been using them on my kiosks and my coffee machines uh, for over a year now, and absolutely wonderful. Okay, I think we've got some uh, online questions, so if we could go to those. All right, we'll start with Betsy. You may you may talk. I I just I just and you answered the question. You said it was August. I didn't know what the. Uh, brand of the uh, of the uh, lock was. Oh, got it. Yes, the August locks. Yep. That's all. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Betsy. Mm-hmm. All right. Who else do we have? We have Perla. Oh, I do have a question though. Are these sure. th- are these going to be someplace where we can retrieve um, all of these suggestions? Hang on, I got the answer for you right here. They will be on podcast. On podcast, but they won't be in written form anywhere. We'll we'll be putting them, I assume we'll 
put some of this stuff in uh, the vendor scope, right? Um, yeah, we can do that. Um, but if you're signed up for ACD podcast, you'll get it automatically if you're signed up for those. Otherwise, you can go on the ACB link um, to uh, download podcasts, or um, um, you can go to ACB Media and uh, look from that way once they're up. But it'll take a couple of months after convention. Okay. All right. So, thank you. So certainly you can reach out to artists or I as well, and we'll we'll help you figure out what information you're looking for, and we'll try and help you figure out where to get that. So not a problem. Okay. Any other online questions? We do have a couple more. Okay. And next will be Christy. Yes. So um, I have a couple of questions. My first question is, my son gave us an, uh, a plug that was supposed to go with the A-Lady. And it said something about some big crazy thing we had to do. Have they changed that? Is it now plug, program, and, and produce? Or do you have to do some other weird stuff with your electrical that's my first you want to touch on that one sure um well do you know the name of the the brand of the plug no i don't it was (laughs) they gave it to us and we never used it because it was when they first started coming out okay um hopefully it's a a casa tp link plug and if that's what whatever the brand of the plug is you you really have to find out the brand because you're going to have going to have to download that app onto your phone first and once you you download the app of the brand of the plug then it'll integrate with uh uh, the a lady um especially if it's uh tp casa or casa tp link um Mm But no matter what, whether it's uh, a Genie light bulb or whether it's a Philips light bulb, you always have to download the app of the brand manufacturer first. Then you register that device or that plug or the light bulb through that app. And then Mm -hmm. that app is what does the integration with the A-Word or with the Google. Okay. And then my second question is, I have a barbecue that's a Traeger. Ah, um, yes. and, and, and it says that we can use some kind of a battery pack with it. Um, if you don't want to use electricity or you, your electricity's out. And so I was wondering if you, what kind of a uh, thing you guys know about that? Well, we gotta, we gotta figure this problem out because I'm waiting for an invitation to come over for some barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, it's I am good. not familiar with Traeger. I don't know. Um, Patrick, any ideas? I, I guess I'm thinking maybe if you call, um, I'm going to say, for instance, Ace Hardware and say, okay, here's yes. what I know. Wondering how you could help me. They're usually pretty good about digging into questions like that. Yes, uh, actually, that's exactly what I was going to suggest. Is Ace Hardware? They are on. They have the A game when it comes to any form of grilling equipment. Uh, there was a. There's another gentleman here in Florida, a very very uh, good friend and colleague of mine, Colton Knight. And when it comes to grills and and the technology of grills, he's he's the A game that I go to. And I was hoping he'd be on today. Uh, I wasn't sure whether he could make it or not, uh, but. Uh, uh, as Scott said, Ace Hardware is going to be your go-to place for that information. Yes. Okay, no, thank I, you. Yep, yep. I would mm-hmm. give your local Ace a call and explain the situation, and they're 
usually extremely good about helping. So. And I've okay. heard good things about Traeger. I will say. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. And don't give up on that smart plug because I feel your pain. I, I know when I first started on smart plugs, I was about ready to pull my hair out because they've done every so one of them had a different way to set up. But once you kind of get through their gobbledygook to do it, they're amazing. So, yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. Any other online questions? We have one more. Okay. And that is Jenna. Um, so, I would recommend the session if you want to uh, learn more about um, your iPhone today at four. Um, but one of my favorite um, app suites is the Voice Dream app. Oh, that's what you use? That's what she needs to know more about. I don't quite understand that. Jenna, you were cutting out just a little bit. Can can you repeat a little bit for us? Um, one of my favorite apps is the Voice Dream Suite app. And for anybody that wants to learn more about the iPhone iPad, I would recommend the I, iPhone iPad session at 4 p.m. Oh, wonderful. Okay, thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> well, thank you, Jenna. That's good information. It's Voice Dream, D-R-E-A-M, and I love it. I use it every single day, and it's good about taking PDFs. You can take a PDF and put it in there, and it'll read it to you for the most part, and it will take long Word documents and read it to you, and then there's different voices you can buy. So it comes with a default voice, but you can go in there and pick from probably 30, 40 different voices, and they might be like $1.99. Now, the initial app, and I believe I paid $9.99, and it may be a little higher than that, but it's worth every penny of it, I promise you. Now, what what specifically does the Voice Dream app, it, it reads, uh, reads text to you, uh, whether it's a PDF and so forth. Uh, does it do anything else? Um, they also have another app called Voice writer or voice dream writer and it helps you edit and write documents um and it does a good job i've i've know some people that use that as well um but i absolutely i'm serious anytime i get a long attachment or something like that i immediately throw it into voice dream and have it read it you can enjoy adjust the voices the speed the pitch um so it's very customizable you can do it at 100%, 75%, 200%, 300%. But then you can pick from female voices, male voices. They can have an English accent, African accent, Chinese accent, seriously. And then you can pick the, your, your pitch. So if you want them high pitch, low pitch, you can add more bass in. So you can really customize it to where you can understand. And so whatever you throw in there is going to use that voice that you pick that you really like. Okay. And is this strictly for Apple or is it also Android? Um, I don't know. I use it on Apple. I apologize. I, I think it may be available on Android, but I only know that it's on Apple. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thank you. Yes. Uh, good question. So it, it, there's two things it can, uh, she's asking if it can rewind or fast forward. So you can double, like you can if you take one finger and double tap on a word, it immediately jumped to that and just start reading from there. But you can hit play, pause, you can rewind, you can fast forward. And at the very bottom of it, it'll tell you how far it, the document is. So immediately once it starts, it'll say, 
uh, eight minutes and, and, and 40 seconds. And then as it's proceeding, you'll know that you've got six minutes left or two minutes left. That's very helpful for me as well. Cause I'm like, do I even have time to start this document? And mm. so it, you can do eBooks in there, by the way, you can, t- if you have an eBook, you can throw in there. Um, but it is really good for moving around within documents as well, because you can say, skip to the next paragraph, next, next chapter, that kind of thing. So you can customize it. So that's a great question as well. Sure. Ooh, on, okay. on the ebooks, and and I'll it, try to repeat it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. On the ebooks, will it change the narr- narrator's voice? Hang on, please help me. Um, the yeah, because so the voice that you pick your uh, in Voice Dream is going to read whatever you move over into there. So that's the beauty <laughs> of that is you get the voice that you really like. You customize that, and then whatever document you throw in there it's going to use that voice. Okay. So if you pick a, a, a guy named Tim and you customize Tim's voice, whatever you put in there, it's going to use Tim's voice the way you customize it. Uh, and, and just hold on. If, if y'all will, just one second, I've got a lady here in the room. that's asking a question. I want to answer her question. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> oh, the very good question. And you pretty much have to, she's asking, can you save a file and can you name it? Absolutely. Now let me show you. There's a couple ways you can do this. One, uh, you could select all and copy. And when you go in there um, to paste it, then you can save and give it a name. But you can also, um, if you go, once you open Voice Dream, um, in the upper left-hand corner, there's the three bars, the menu, and it is say paste from clipboard. So whatever you've copied and pasted. So when you do that, when you say paste from clipboard, uh, a dialog box uh, pops up. And you give it a name at that point, and then you hit OK. And yes, I can open VoiceStream right now and look in. I've probably got 15 to 20 files saved in here, and I can just pull them up and go back and play them or whatever. I have like our BP rules for Alabama. They're in here, and I can get it to read it to me right now. So that's a great question. You can give it any name you want. You can save it. Yes. Nice. All right. Um, before we go any farther, you know, just listening to the explosion of information coming here. I think one of my next call-ins, we're going to open up to technology and, and you folks can join us on a technology session on uh, our call-in. And I think that would be awesome as well. So with that, does anybody have any um, stuff that they use that they would like to talk about? Any apps, any cool things? I was going to mention the one thing I was going to mention. I got re- Yep, yep. The next session, we'll talk about apps. We'll go even further into some of those things, um, um, plus some stuff on other stuff you could do with your computer or your phone. But one of the things I was going to mention was I got reintroduced to this. I kind of forgot about it. Um, We were taking a trip to and through Iowa, and my wife brought up, yeah, yeah, Iowa. Uh, My wife brought up the Waze app. Are you folks familiar with the Waze app? Yes. What a fun app. Oh my goodness. It it kept us entertained through Iowa. No offense, Iowa, but we um yeah, we turned that on and it was so interesting to hear if there was a car crash coming up or this or that was approaching and we could stop and get something, or it was just a fun little app and it really made that trip much better. So I just wanted to throw that one in as well. So um yeah, any any other thoughts, any other apps, any things you enjoy using that you want to share with the rest of us? We have one in Zoom. Oh, okay. All Hang right, on, I Bell. got one in, one in person, and then we'll go to the Zoom question. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Hi, I don't, I'm not actually the user of this, but my husband uses it and I enjoy it. So that's why I wanted to mention it, but he uses flame boss on his grill to control the temperature and he controls that with his um, iPad. And so I, uh, the third Tuesday of the month, 7 PM, uh, RSVA does a call in and we offer a very wide range of subjects. Um, lots of it to do directly with the vending industry. Some we kind of step back a little bit and it sort of has to do with the vending industry. Sometimes we just bring in motivational speakers to kind of get you up and going, but um, that's out there for you. I'm always open to new ideas. If there's someone you think, oh, this would be a perfect person to present on that show and get the word out. I'd love to hear about that as well. So I'm always open for ideas and on the podcast as well. Once you listen to them and you think, you know, this would be a great subject. Somebody called me the other day has ignited a, a, a thought for a podcast that's very going to be a very important one. So, okay, just a second. Yeah. Is Zoom available now? Can you hear us? Yes. Yes, okay, we can good. hear you now. Good. They're back. Okay, great. All right. Uh, since we have Zoom back, do we have any? Uh, Patrick, are you with us? Yes, I am. Okay. Sorry about losing you there, Patrick. I'm glad you're back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, any, anything uh, that's spurred some thoughts on your side? Well, the last I heard was we were talking about the the flame thing on the grill, the app for the monitoring how hot your grill got. That's the last I heard. Okay. All right. Um, we didn't cover too much more since then. So um, ah, okay. my yep. favorite tech is the Braille Sense. Ooh. I love my Braille Sense. I do a lot of my writing and um, on the Braille Sense. It's great for popping things on and off the thumb drive and putting in the computer i flip back and forth all the time <laughs> well now um one thing that i've been kind of holding until the end here or the middle wherever we're at is i i have been using the envision glasses ever since sagebrush um is when i i really got to figure out how to get my uh envision glasses working and the envision app and i i love them i i absolutely love them the Envision glasses, they, uh, I can sit in a dark restaurant, pop them on, or if I don't want to put them on and I just want to use the app with my phone, uh, take a picture of the menu and it reads me the menu. Uh, I, I don't have to go onto a website on my phone and, and try to find whether or not there's a menu listed on their website. And if there is, it's just a bad picture most of the time. So I can actually look at the actual menu in a restaurant in a dark room. Uh, working applications is wonderful. I'm, I'm able to, uh, whether using my, the app on my phone or the glasses themselves, if I want to keep my hands free, scan the barcodes right there, tells me what it is. Uh, same thing with expiration dates. Oh, that's a lifesaver with expiration dates, especially on dark soda bottles. <laughs> great, great. So I, I, I'm kind of a newbie to some of these things. So Patrick, how does how does it work besides um, having it on your app? Is there um, is there the somebody telling you what's what you're you're seeing, or how how does this work? Well, it, it it's both. Okay. Uh, the Envision glasses, you can go into uh, basically a free roam mode, and as you're walking down the street or walking in a room, it'll describe what's what's in front of you. If you're walking down the sidewalk, it'll let you know. You're coming up to a crosswalk. You're coming up to a stoplight, and then you look. You just look around, and it'll it'll find the street signs and tell you the street signs that you're looking at. 
Uh, it also has the, the the partner mode, and you can uh, you can uh, have six other or sixteen other partners that download the partner app onto their phone. And if you're wearing the glasses, uh, you dial into one of your partners just by talking uh, normally to your glasses. You're, it's wearable, and say uh, call Joe, and Joe's listed as one of your partners. And then when Joe answers that call, whatever you're looking at, he sees on his phone. All right. Absolutely yeah, wonderful. Well, uh, it's, it's an incredible piece of technology. Um, the app itself, even without the glasses, the, the app, in my opinion, is uh, leaps and bounds. One of the best apps out there for uh, visual identification of things. And also the, the OCR is incredible. I, I can look at, or whether I use my phone or the, the wearable, uh, I can look at a recipe. And then you can either say or touch on your phone. Uh, let's just say it's a chocolate souffle recipe. And you, you want to know how much egg to put in because you know the rest of the recipe. You just say egg and it'll scan down to the part that says how many eggs. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, so it, it, it's a... It, really a brilliant piece of technology and uh they're consistently uh basically every quarter coming out with uh new updates and new features on it that adds more and makes it even better because as, as we all know ai is is the newest and biggest brightest thing that both really gives us uh, a lot more to work with it, it scares a lot of people and it should but it also gives us, uh, it's doing a lot for the visually disabled uh, community. And it is something we really need to keep an eye on, um, on, on what's new and literally every month, new stuff's coming out because of AI. And uh, the Envision uh, glasses, that's a strong part of it. It's able to recognize facial features. Or, uh, you can have up to six people that it, it does facial recognition. So when you walk in a room, if you're wearing the wearable, it'll say in the room, there's two couches, two chairs, four lamps, and six people. And then if any of the people are people that you've registered in, in the app, it'll say uh, uh, Amanda is in the room and she's sitting in the first chair. <laughs> Okay. So it's it, it's really an incredible piece of technology. Yeah. One more time. What was the name of the app, Patrick? <clears throat> Envision. Envision. Envision AI. Okay. And, yeah. and, and Patrick, did you say you saw that at Sagebrush? No, I uh, our, our my department of blind services purchased them for me. Okay. And I never had the training. I didn't have the time to be trained on them. And the Envision group that had a table at Sagebrush, I, I spoke with their, uh, uh, the, I, I can't remember his name offhand, uh, but I spoke with him and told him I had the glasses purchased for me, but I've never been onboarded, never had the training. And he followed up personally, made sure that I had the one-on-one -on -one training with them, was excellent. And ever since then, I've been using them and they're phenomenal. Oh, and great. The the neat thing is there's two different types of wearable. There's one that looks kind of futuristic. There's no lenses in them. And all it is is they fit just like glasses on your face. And on one side is a little larger than the other side because it it, it holds the charger and the actual 
uh, technology on the one side. And it, it's like wearing glasses with no lenses in them. Now, you can also take the arm that has the technology in it and put that onto other frames that are regular uh, glass for glasses frames and you can have your prescription put in those and there's multiple different frames you can choose from that will the the left arm will snap right onto those then and uh uh again they're they're making a wearable that is very convenient to use but if you're if you don't want to use the the wearable the app itself does everything uh that the glasses do also okay now, to, to have that app, you it is a subscription. Uh, if, if you buy the Envision glasses, the subscription is included for one year. And then you can buy a lifetime subscription also uh, that includes all and any updates moving forward. Um, and because DBS purchased them for me, I got a lifetime subscription. And uh, so therefore all and any updates and, and new features because they are heavily, heavily working with full integration with Google. So basically Google Maps will be uh, integrated into it also. All right. Um, so yeah, if, if you can get them through your, your blind uh, services uh, with your state, then the lifetime subscription will apply. Okay. Uh, Patrick, I'm going to lead you to a, a question here, um, kind sure. of going slightly off topic, but still on that topic. Uh, I heard you mention you met some folks at Sagebrush who really helped you. Um, I know last year was the, the uh, 2023 was your first year at Sagebrush. Yes. Uh, I'm going to put a little plug in for Sagebrush here as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell, tell us, tell us your experience of Sagebrush. Well, this was my first time uh, at Sagebrush and my first time at any one of uh, any conference of its type also. And I, I had a wonderful time. Uh, I, I didn't come by myself. I came with another operator. His name is Jason Carpenter, as well as the intern that we uh, just had uh, for the past two weeks up here. His name is Wyland Way and his father. And uh, it was all of us, it was all our first time ever at uh, A, Sagebrush, but B, a convention uh, of its sort. Didn't know what to expect. I mean, I had an idea speaking with you, Scott, and, and artists and so forth. And um, the first thing that I was uh, introduced to as soon as I walked in the room was how friendly everyone was. And I, I really didn't know what to expect. And I was made to feel at ease the minute I walked into the conference room. I, I didn't, I couldn't find anyone in my Florida contingency when I first walked in. Uh, basically, you know, I'm visually disabled, so I, I, I couldn't see where everyone was. I, I was greeted by people I didn't even know, and I sat down with them for the first hour of the conference, and we all just got along immediately as if I'd known everyone for years. It, it was a, a, just a phenomenal time. Now, beyond that, what I took away was all kinds of stuff that I had no idea about. It, it was uh, conversations, everything from technology to uh, I was able to participate in in a couple panels, uh, one on food trucks. And as we know, in our, uh, the BEP programs, there's good things and there's bad things and there's things that we're trying to improve. And it, it was really nice to see that it wasn't just me that was trying to work on improving things. It's it's vendors from all over uh, the United States, from all states. 
And it was it was really good because we were able to compare notes on this is working, but this is not. And then we were able to figure out, well, this is how we fix this. And I liked other people's ideas on how they did it. Needless to say, I was able to take a lot of it back to our home SLA and our home state committee and uh, give good ideas on how to fix things or uh, good ideas on uh, let's try this because we never have. And it, it was wonderful. I came I came away with the best feeling, period. And I, I can't wait to attend next year. Okay. Um, would you encourage people in the room who have not been to a conference um, to attend? And would you recommend Sagebrush? Absolutely, I would, 100%. Um, it, it's always fun when it's Las Vegas, even though that was my first time in Vegas, too. But uh, Las Vegas is a, a great forum. Because not only uh, there's so much to do, and the only thing I would like is if it lasted a whole month because there's that much to do. <laughs> but um, uh, no, it, it, it was great. It, uh, we had some uh, people that we met there that had children also, and they they found plenty to do outside of the conference. Uh, then there was also, uh, you know, it's the adult playground, so it was fun to be able to do some gambling. But the, the neat thing was to have such a, a, a warm, welcoming community of, uh, uh, within the blind community that are just out there doing their thing, just like everyone else. And it was a, a great experience. So uh, it, it's something that I, I look forward to doing every year as long as it's uh, feasible with my business. And anyone that hasn't done it, join. It's a good time. It really is. <laughs> How about the exhibits? Which exhibits did you like the best? Well, I, I was really intrigued on Vistar's exhibit and the people that I spoke with there. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Vistar is one of the, I'm sure a lot of people use Vistar that are in these programs. And there were a lot of products that they were touting at the Vistar exhibit. And then I get back to Florida and I couldn't get those products in Florida. And I was, I was rather upset about that. So I actually called uh, Vistar's corporate headquarters. And one of them was just a simple four, four ounce cherry pie and apple pie, the round ones that everyone can get at Walmart. And they said, okay, yes, we can get them in. And they said, well, special order them. I said, now if you special order them, then that means they're going to be more expensive, aren't they? And they said, well, let's see what we can do. And they worked with their vendor uh, because when they first came in, they got them in for us, but they were triple the price of what I was quoted at, at the Sagebrush conference. And I said, I don't want them. And they said, well, we got them in for you. He said, I don't want them at that price. I was told this price. They worked with their operator and now we got the price. <laughs> and Because it, it was a big difference. It was uh, the difference of paying 74 cents uh, uh, per and they wanted to charge a dollar fifty nine per, and I, I wasn't going to sell them for that, and I couldn't afford to sell them in a vending machine at that rate. But um, the good thing was, is we're because we're able to be in a different part of the country, we were see we we were able to see what products were moving in different parts of the country, and then try it out in our part of the country, and then Vistar. After twisting their arm a little bit, uh, they were able to get the price that we needed also. And none of that would have happened if I wasn't in Sagebrush. Right. That's true. That line of communication is so important. And that Sagebrush piece probably pushed that along, which has put more money in your pocket. So that's fantastic. Absolutely. Um, beyond that, I was uh, able to um, 
look at different kiosks and we actually had a, a good meeting uh, with another operator that I, I currently use three square marketplaces kiosk. And uh, there's there's pros and cons to all the the different POS companies out there. And and I, I, I spent a little bit of time while I was at Sagebrush, but I really enjoyed the follow up. And I got more information by the follow-up uh, uh, meeting that we had also. Uh, and, and that solidified, yes, it's a good competitor, but it's not quite the right fit to replace three square for my for my facility. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna it works beautiful at other facilities, but my one of my facilities is, is kind of unique and it, it just wasn't gonna fit the bill for there. But the the neat thing was is uh it, it was the follow-up that I was really appreciative of because um, not only do you get to see the different uh, products out there because of Sagebrush, but then after the meeting's over, after the conference is over, uh, it was just a couple months ago, whether it was a month or a couple or two months ago, uh, we had a follow-up Zoom meeting with with the vendor and I learned even more about their product. And I, I have to say, I, I was very tempted to switch uh, companies but uh, as of right now, I am staying with three square. But uh, uh, again, more knowledge you have, the more contact you have, and the more opportunity you have to see different products, different operators, and different vendors. Uh, that's always going to uh, allow you to make better decisions. And Sagebrush and RSVA are definitely a, a strong proponent of making that happen. And uh, that's why the only thing I can do is give great kudos to uh, both the organization and, and the conference. All right. Well, if uh, we have any other questions on technology or something you want to share, we can share that. Otherwise, I think we're going to close out for this session and prepare for the next one here. We okay. do have three hands here. Okay. So we got a couple online as well? Yes. Okay. Let me do the one in person here. Okay. Is that you? Um, uh, earlier you spoke about the thermostat using with the Alexa Can someone yes. explain yeah, how to set that up or what that entails, I guess. Sure. Um, I currently use, it's called the, the Google nest and it's, it's, a uh, a round thermostat that's very, uh, uh, it's, it's small compared to a lot of thermostats and mounts right to where your original thermostat is. However, the one thing I strongly suggest if you are going to use uh, the Google Nest is have it professionally installed. Um, all depending on what air handler you have, there's certain settings that uh, needs to be done with it. And if you're just a lay person that grabs it, pulls it out of the box and thinks you can just take your old one off and pop the new one on, I'd say no. <laughs> have it professionally installed. It should only cost about $100 to have it installed. But I, there are plenty of other thermostats out there now that even Amazon makes um, that are good. Personally, I would stay away from the Honeywells. I've had a couple friends that installed the Honeywells. You can buy a Honeywell uh, thermostat that is friendly with the A-Lady as well as, as Google. The only problem is one of them is $25, the other one's $325. And the difference being is the $25 one does not work at all. <laughs> so 
so be very very careful with that. Um, when it comes to thermostats, I, I I I'd rather spend the extra money and get the quality because, and the same thing with door locks, um, and and the ring doorbell, any of that stuff, you can always buy the the cheaper end, but you're you're not going to get the uh, best quality service out of the device itself. Uh, again, the Google Nest it works seamlessly with uh, with Alexa. And I've had no problems for the past, geez, I've had it now for almost eight years. And, um, but definitely when it comes to the thermostat, have it professionally installed. Um, the thermostats that you can get from Alexa, I mean, from Amazon, um, they range anywhere from $60 to $300 also. And they are compatible with Alexa. Um, I've heard good things about them. Uh, and, and it's Amazon-based product. Um, I think actually TP Link Casa has has a thermostat now. Also, I have I have not seen or tried one, but when it comes to the brand itself, uh, it is a quality brand. So I and that does work very well with Alexa. But uh, again, my my own working knowledge is with uh, the Google Nest, and uh, I, you can you can pick yeah. that up at at uh, Best Buy or on Amazon. Patrick, I was going to mention too at home, I have a Honeywell uh, ah. Wi-Fi thermostat. And, and? Um, I, you know, hooking it up was a little bit tricky. I did have my handyman actually install it. And then uh, if I remember right, it's been a few years. It was a little yeah. bit tricky to set up. But once I got it, the thing I like about my Honeywell is that um, I do have some site and it does have some fairly large numbers on there. It's pretty easy to read. I can just walk by it and at a glance, I can usually figure out where I'm at as far as temperature goes. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing yeah. I was going to mention about those thermostats that folks uh, should know as well is sometimes with your uh, power provider, they'll offer you a rebate on those things because you're yes. saving them as well as yourself by that thing going, setting it to go down in the evening or when you're gone, the temperature drops and it automatically comes up when you come home and those nice things. So um, check with your power company and say, hey, I'm considering putting in a thermostat do you guys offer a rebate on that and that'll help you with that cost as well yeah i got a hundred dollar rebate per year because of it yep we have some hands on zoom you said yes diane hello everybody um hey. i wanted to say about the glasses i really like my glasses too um they took out one of our bus lines um a while ago and so I wanted to see, well, what did they put at this bus stop, you know, that's near my house? So I went up there and I was able to read the sign. So I know now which bus stop is at our house since they took out the other bus line. So it, it, they are, they're really neat. Read mail, like you say, and just all kinds of things. So we really enjoy mine too. Absolutely. And the OCR software uh, with, with the Envision glasses, uh, it's incredible. It catches everything. <laughs> and it's quick. It, it, it'll read three to five pages in, in seconds, uh, as in capturing what it is. Yes, hi. I have a really quick question. It might be a little beyond the scope of this uh, workshop. I have a friend who has OrCam. I'm not really familiar with it myself. What would you say your your feeling is uh, OrCam versus Envision products for the glasses? Well, the only experience I have with OrCam is uh, two experiences, actually. 
One is uh, a colleague of mine has the OrCams, and he's 100% blind. And he said, they're okay. They don't, they don't do what he was looking for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when I was looking at uh, OrCam and Envision glasses, um, just testing them out, figuring out if I wanted to get a wearable, because I wanted a wearable. And mm-hmm. uh, in, in my opinion, the Envision glasses just uh, ran circles around the OrCam. Uh, and so I, I just have very, very brief experience with OrCam and that it was trying them on and having them demoed for me. And that was about two and a half years ago. Uh, I, I don't know what improvements they've had since then. Uh, but when I was able to uh, sit down and do a demo with both the OrCam and the Envision AI glasses, uh, it was my impression when I was demoing them both at the same time is that the Envision glasses really just walk circles around the OrCams. And ever since then, I haven't haven't even looked back to try them out recently. Now, again, that was two and a half years ago, so could be a completely different product now. I do not know. All right, Betsy. Okay, I'm, I've been pretty busy. I'm a technical person. I've yeah, been, I have been discouraged with the glasses because, well, first of all, I'm not caught up. I bought them. I thought I was going to travel with them. And you say that you can, but I don't know. It's like if your cell service isn't good enough, then you lose connection. I'm not sure what you guys are doing. And I know I've got to sit down now and catch up. Because I didn't know, I guess you can just use the app and not the glasses, but I'm confused. Yeah. I, you know, one, it, one it, of the key aspects is is understanding the tools, uh, both the wearable and the app. They're both individual tools. Right. The wearable, the wearable uh, allows you to keep your hands free. Right. Uh, the app, you can treat the app. Uh, have you seen AI at all? I haven't. No, but okay. I. You know, I would so I would put my hotspot on or something, and you know, I get that's what you do with the glasses, right? And then, you no, know, they 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 will connect directly. Uh, you can connect through Wi-Fi, but you can also connect via um, Bluetooth to your phone. Right, it's connected to my phone. Correct. But if cell service, if you're out and about, and the cell service isn't, it just I don't know. I I haven't. I, I I just. I maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I haven't had. Um, I was discouraged because I wanted to. I wanted to be hands free, and I just haven't been as successful at it because I keep losing connection. Hmm. And I. And you're I, using it. You just go out on the cell. Just okay. So the glasses are connected with the Bluetooth. You put them on, and yeah. They- they connect to through your phone. What the joints are meeting? Yeah, but then I thought you needed a hot. You had to connect to the hotspot. Yeah, you, you have you your hotspot on, right? Correct. You have have your hotspot on, and as long as as long as you have your hotspot on, you're fine. As long as you have connectivity, correct? Well, yeah. The problem is that I can't seem to keep connectivity and. Which, like, which uh which uh cell phone carrier are you with well i'm i'm you know i have connectivity every other you know time uh but 
you know what I mean. I use my I I use Verizon actually, but I just um, I, I guess I just haven't had the the good luck. Out of See, the, I've, I've, out I've of had the, absolutely no problems, but I, yeah. I, I'm with AT and T, and I've had absolutely no very very few problems. So um, you can use these things with or without the wearable, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Use use the the app can be used on its own without the wearable. And okay, see, I had okay. So I bought it when they first came out. I don't. That wasn't the case then, and and I don't think. And how how do you take a picture? How do you know what you're? How do you get? How do you know that you're looking at that menu and the whole thing? Uh, just through the app on your phone. Um, Treat it just it, when you're when you're using just the app. Treat it just like the app. Forget that you even have the wearable, and it will use the camera in your phone. Uh, so if you're like I said, if you're sitting at dinner in a dark restaurant, open up the the Envision app. Okay. And um, hang on, let me let me open it up right here. Uh, no, I gotta I gotta sit down with this. And the yeah, other get problem to for me is that case is so big, and my I mean how. You know, you're carrying those glasses around. You want to protect them. I've got a pocketbook. I mean, the case is huge. Yeah, the 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 case is huge, and a lot of times I just wear them on the top of my head instead. <laughs> but I, I I only really use the 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 wearable when I'm at work. The rest of the time, I'm just using the app when I'm out and about. Well, that's interesting. I've got to play with this. Yeah, sit down and start getting comfortable with the app, and then all of a sudden you'll discover that there's, it's it it's a very convenient tool. So you just use the app on the cell, on your regular yeah. cell. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Just just use the app. You don't have to do the uh, use the wearable. I I probably use the wearables twenty five percent of the time compared to using the app. Yeah, well, see, I I haven't been familiar with that. I know I just know I put the wearable on and I'm disconnected most of the time. The the wearable I I'll I'll put the wearables on when I'm going to check my vending machines and I have to check um, uh, ex expiration dates. That's that's usually when I'll put the wearable on. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. All right. Do we have any more online? We got one more. Okay, uh, one more. We have time for one more. Yep, this will be more. the end of our session. One more here. So I just wanted to extol the virtues of. Eyes, A Y E S, O K O or OCO, um, that allows the uh, stoplights to be uh, utilized as uh, APSs. That and one's going to be discussed in the next session. Good. We're actually going to have the owner is going to come and talk about them. Fantastic. Thank you. Absolutely. So I think we'll call this session to a close. Uh, Folks, let's give Patrick a big round of applause. He's been a great co-moderator today. Thank you, Patrick, for joining us. My pleasure, Scott. Good to be uh, good to talk to you again, and uh, thank you. You've been a pleasant audience, also. All right, and certainly, if there's anything that Patrick or I touched on that you're more curious about, uh, you can reach out to Artist or I, and we'll try and get you that information. So, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, so take we'll care. take a little break here for a few minutes, and then we'll come back and. Start our next panel. So thank you. Four o'clock. Bye-bye.